All right. Hey, dude. Hey. Welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I am your host, coach, and person, <laughs> Jesse Wallacher with Confident Fit Coaching, Rock Solid Gym Membership site, um, journals, courses, and so much more now and for your future pleasures. So, um, hopefully the wind is not too strong. Um, if you listened to my last podcast, which if you haven't, you definitely should, it is called, oh, the problems with weight loss challenges. I forget the instance. Like I just talk and then try to figure it out later. And then I forget. (laughs) But, um, if you listened to the last one, I was out walking and talking because that's usually when I had the most to say. And if you are catching on, we are doing the same thing right now. Um, I wanted to go get some cash and was like, I had some things to say, but I don't really want to say them, but I really do want to say them, but I just don't want to sit around and say them. So why don't we give this a try again? I mean, if you're able to hear me before, I may have been out of breath and may have kind of whispered here and there when <laughs> people were passing me, but we are going to do this again. Because, I mean, I'm wearing black headphones now and it's dark out, so I really do just look like I'm talking to myself, but I'm talking to you lovely people. And there's a reason for that, because we are talking about everyone's favorite demon to love and hate, cravings. You know, the thing that we have no control over, the thing that controls our life, the thing that um, like sabotages our weight loss, the thing that keeps us in this forever cycle that we always go back to weight loss challenges. Again, listen to the last podcast pretty good all of them are but go ahead but stick around because there's a reason for your cravings and there is a cure for your cravings that they never come again that you never mindlessly binge that you have full control over your life and your emotions and your health and your weight and your mind and your body and your soul there is a way out of it and you are overcomplicating it with more band-aids like we talked about before, which are your supplements, your workout videos, your programs, your diets, everything that is showing you that you are lacking in some way, that you are lacking in your ability to lose weight, to keep it off, to be healthy, that you have no control. And it's all on you, it's all your fault. But that's not the thing, that's not the problem at all. What cravings mean is your body is telling you something. Cravings mean lack. That's all it is. So what we need to do is we need to narrow down what that lack is because it's not just physical. It could be physical, which is nutritional lacking. Yes, it is possible to be overeating and undernourished. Actually, a large epidemic of our society's issues is due to that. We are eating far too many processed foods and not enough nutritional foods. So odds are if you are craving it could be from that you could be eating too many processed things you could be eating not enough of what your body actually craves and wants and needs so therefore it feels like you are lacking immensely and immensely uncomfortable so by fixing that by experimenting what my program and coaching is all about we are able to pinpoint what those things are pinpoint those foods that help you come from lack, come from craving. And in that sense, we are able to drastically reduce your binge eating. We are drastically able to reduce your mindless binging, your cravings, your foods that throw you into a spiral because your body learns what it means to actually be 
um, supported and I want to say nutritionalized, but I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> Words aren't my forte really, but your body actually learns and finds out what it needs. It knows what it wants, but odds are if you've been fe feeding it like shit most of your life, which is going to be the processed high carbohydrate food that is made in the lab and therefore it usually takes a lab to digest it and your body is a machine, not a lab. So it doesn't know what to do with that. But once it is given things that it is easily able to digest, easily able to consume and knows what to do with it, that is when it starts healing and that's when it starts like deep loading, starts processing things more. All of those things that you feel are chronic and you just have to settle for, no longer, excuse me, oh, excuse me, no longer become true because you finally find out what it actually means to be comfortable and to be fully supported. So it could be a physical lack, which would be nutrition. It can also be exercise too. If you're not moving your body a whole lot and it's just getting antsy and it wants some kind of movement, this is why I change exercise to movement because with movement, there's so many more options. I mean, I'm going for a walk. I have not worked out at all today. And I had a girls day with my mom and sister. They came down and we just hung out. We had lunch and I've been sitting laughing and talking, which has been wonderful. But like, I'm not concerned. I'm a, this like health coach that doesn't work out every single day. Sometimes I don't even work out for an entire week and I'm still growing. I'm still getting better. I'm still thriving. It's totally fine. It's totally doable. But through experimenting again, I have found what it is that my body actually wants and I'm able to listen to it. And it's not a lack of motivation. It's not a lack of want, not a lack of abilities, but it's simply either physically I need a rest or mentally I need a rest. And it's all fine. And I'm no longer comparing myself to everyone else out there that is telling me that I need to just push through it. Like, yeah, I feel good when I work out, but you know what? Sometimes I feel awful because I put so much pressure on working out and getting a good lift in and doing all these things that when I'm not able to do it, when I'm not fully there, my mind is stressed and elsewhere, then I feel even worse. So there is a happy middle to it. And like craving rest, when you feel you need to just push through and get that motivation going, sometimes it's the best thing for you. Now, it can also be, so we talked about nutrition, we talked about movement. It can also be emotional lack and support, or just like physically exhausted and drained, which can also just be distress. Oh yeah, support and stress. So if you don't feel like you are supported or loved, or you're going through, this is why like the stereotypical thing for women when we go through breakups is like the point of ice cream. You know, like genius companies, women love fucking chocolate and sorry, I just swore. <laughs> women love chocolate and ice cream and potato chips and all that stuff. So Hollywood, let's pair with you. Whenever you've got a woman 
going through some shit, have her just eat herself silly. Like, that's what we'll do. That's what everyone will do because they're feeling a void in some way. They're feeling empty. They're feeling lost, confused, and hurt. And we need to fill that some way. Let's shove a bunch of food into it, not process it. And just say, this is okay. Cry your eyes out, deal with it, gain a few pounds, cry about that. And then maybe we'll deal with it later. Or we'll still hold on to that 20 years down the road and wonder why we can't lose weight. Why it's so hard, even though you're happily married with two kids and like a, a beautiful home. It could be the thing that you're not processing that. It could be underlying things that whenever something difficult comes to mind, you go back to that because when you were broken up with and hurting, that numbed out the pain, that numbed you silly because you couldn't feel your toes after you ate so much. So that worked before, let's just keep doing it. And then it just becomes a habit. And some habits are good, some habits are not good. And that can be one that isn't good if it's mindlessly forcing you to do that and you don't catch it and you just think you have no control, but really you do and you're just letting it control you. You're letting it do that to you. And it becomes a moment when you finally realize that, start to make progress working towards like removing it is when things really really change and that's when like true healing happens okay we're gonna get almost a gas we're not getting gas we're getting cash so the next thing is stress and stress can also be not feeling supported or loved so you want to fill it in somehow so stress is another thing that mindlessly copes you and mindlessly supports you. Now I'm too distracted. Oh no. So who here, when you are stressed out from family, work, anything else, I'm taking it. Okay. Okay. Like you automatically when driving home, like start to smell the chicken from KFC or smell the burgers from McDonald's and all the fat and the grease and you're like, ooh, yep, that's what I need. <laughs> How many of us have done that? Because we have too much going on in our mind, body, and soul that we just like can't stand processing it anymore. If they have like cameras and like video recording, they're getting like an awesome free training. Oh my gosh, go to the Brain Dump Diaries on Spotify and SoundCloud. <laughs> Listen to that. I'm in a building. It's great. <laughs> I just did that. I hope somebody comes and listens to it because of that. Um, but so stress does this, does the does, does the exact same thing. When you don't feel like you have enough you time, when you feel like out of control and you feel uncomfortable and just overly exhausted, your body doesn't know how to cope with it because you haven't given it any other options other than food or excess workouts so it automatically goes to that but really it could just be wanting a break wanting a breather but you are so in the hustle and grind and continue moving forward and never quit never sacrifice never show any weakness that <laughs> you must keep pushing that the actual cure is the one thing that you are demonizing which again is like rest and simplicity <laughs> and ease 
and that is what your body is crying out for but it doesn't know how to do that and how to tell you it needs that other than food because food is the one thing we're just talking about food because that is a majority of what people's issue is but I mean put it whenever it is oh no wind that like is your go-to craving blocker craving number outer and insert but your body is crying out for help and that is exactly what craving is a craving is your body crying for help crying for support and crying for attention but it knows you aren't going to listen to it unless it uses food and it is hoping and praying that you actually will listen to it and like do what it needs done and find out what it needs done and it's not actually the food so for example once this starts to become like a healing process and you get through it when you do start craving things you'll be able to take a step back and actually judge what is going on you're not going to mindlessly do it anymore it's not going to be an option because you know too much just like you know too much um, getting distracted <laughs> but just like you know too much um, about like nutrition and weight loss and stuff like that that it's sabotaging you you know once you like work past it and get through it and actually heal it like you are gonna know too much to not you're gonna know too much to avoid it anymore and you're actually going to have to heal it and work through it in order to like get past it and this is where healing happens and this is where habit change is corrected and this is where like things become really really easy like i'm to the point too now where i can't mindlessly binge anymore i have to make a conscious decision if i'm going to eat more numb myself out or if i'm going to actually work through it and yeah i still do i still overeat but i know I know what I'm doing now. It's not mindless anymore. I know that even though I do this, it's not gonna help anything. It's just gonna block it off for a little bit longer. But sometimes in the moment, that's all I want. Like sometimes emotional, like stress and trauma is too much to deal with right away. And you just want a break and a breather. And sometimes that's what it is. It's not always gonna be healthy and supportive and good for you all the time. Sometimes it is gonna be a little destructive. But that's all perspective as well. Like destructive can also be healing. So it's just up to you to decide what you're gonna name it. Because honestly, it all just comes down to you too. Like what are you actually going to take on? So that's a little bit on cravings. <laughs> but crossing a street, cars see me, little self-conscious still, but we're fine. <laughs> but I just want you to know, cravings come from lack. It's not your inability to control your hunger, control the situation, deal with it, push through, find motivation, just say no, demonize the food even more. It's not that at all. Like once I was actually able to heal this craving issue like I have more control over food I no longer have cravings like when I'm stressed and uncomfortable I crave healthier options now 
because, and not because I'm a health nut, like at all, I still enjoy my cookies and cake and potato chips. Oh my gosh, I found salt and vinegar potato chips. Like that was the death of me. <laughs> I should never have found that. But here's the thing. Once your body knows what health is and what being fully supported is and like comfort, it starts craving that when it's stressed, when it's unloved, when it's like sad and going through things, it automatically starts craving better things because it knows how it feels and operates in that state. And like I said before, the body's main goal is to keep you alive. It would not hurt you and harm you and make you unhealthy so that you die sooner. It wants to live. It wants to. And by voicing out cravings, it is crying for help that it needs something more. When you've just been blinded by, oh, take this suppressor, take this silencer to quiet your mind and shove you more with more pills and more powders because you can't do it on your own. But you have absolutely full control over your cravings and over how you feel. But we've just been blinded and shushed for way too long that we don't think it's possible anymore. So with that being said, I have so many options to help and support you with this. Oh, that was a big old truck. <laughs> but I have so many options to help and support you and that's all that this is. This isn't a sell or a push to get you to buy this, that, and the other. It's just opportunities to fully support you, whether that's in a group setting, in a do-it-yourself course, or privately. Like, all I wanna do is get rid of the stigma of diet culture, get rid of all these issues people are having with their food and their emotional attachment to it, and like actually start healing lives and creating better ones for people, the ones that they actually want and the ones that aren't going to like push and pull and suppress and be awful. That's the goal here is to give you the dream life that you only think comes with the dream body but that you can't have until you stop your cravings and cut out those demon foods. Like, that's not it at all. So when you're done with your diet, come find me. When you're done demonizing food, come find me. When you're done dealing with stress and hustle and hating yourself for it, come find me. You are in a great place. You are doing just fine and there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. And with that being said, I hope you have a fantastic day and I will talk to you again very, very soon. Bye-bye.